Welcome to the Mouska Moms podcast, a Disney planning podcast where we enjoy quick conversations and cocktails with a Disney twist. We're your hosts, Jennifer. Hello. Lori. Hi. And Juliana, that's me. Today, we are chatting about our very own monorail crawl, which means we get to chat about our two favorite things, food and drinks. But first, before we chat about food and drinks, we need to chat about drinks. So <laughs> let's begin with the Mouska cocktail. Okay, so our, our Mouska cocktail for today is actually something we didn't get to try this time, but we think it sounds delicious. So we're putting it on our list for the next time. But it was from one of our stops on our pub crawl, um, the Enchanted Rose over at the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. This cocktail is called the French Rose, and it has gin, apricot brandy, vermouth, lemon, and grenadine. And you can grab this one for a cool $16. <laughs> which, which is a, actually not a bad price for the Enchanted Rose. No. Well, that's why I read it. Crazy. Yeah, that's why yeah. I read it, because I'm like, oh, that's that's cheap. I'll get I know. <laughs> I have no idea how I feel about this drink. Gin and brandy together is interesting. So that's what I love about the Enchanted Rose is that the drinks are just interesting. They're pairing stuff differently together. Now, like we said, this is on the cheap side of their drinks. Um, they go up to $25. Um, but this one looks, I'd be, I mean, I, I could do this one. All right, we'll put it on the list for next time. I could do it. And now, a word from our sponsors. Mouska Moms are avid travel enthusiasts, and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com, and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. Okay, so let's get into our monorail crawl. So one of our favorite things to do is to try different lounges. So of course, in our trip in May, we had to plan a monorail crawl. So we were staying at Bay Lake Towers, uh, which of course is on the monorail. So it was super easy for us. Now we had to do it in the perfect way, which I recommend to everyone in terms of where to go and which stop to go with those places. So since we were at um, Bay Lake Towers, we started at the Contemporary. And then we moved on from there to the Grand Floridian and then over to the Polynesian, which will explain why we had to have the Polynesian last, because this was a big conversation. Um, this was we like debated a, this for a while, because in all honesty, big... in all honesty, as as good travel agents, we took into account our clients' needs, where they were staying and their unique situation, those clients being ourselves, of course. And yeah. we all had a different opinion about the best way to do things. But I think that we learned some things. Yes. And all in the name of research, people. All in the name of research. So we all did agree at starting at the Contemporary, right? Because that's where we were staying. And we started at the Outer Rim at the Contemporary. That's where I think most people start. It's a bar right in the atrium there. Um, and it's got a pretty nice view, wouldn't you say? I think that's why people choose that one because depending on what time you're starting it. <laughs> because it's not for the drinks. It is not for the drinks, which is what we learned. Um, 
It but you were not. saying when you're starting, if you start with contemporary. So it depends on what time you're starting. I can certainly see if you're starting in the evening, the view is beautiful because you get the magic kingdom and the lights and all that kind of stuff. We started kind of early and so it wasn't dark out yet. So the, the view was, you know, fine. The drinks. Let's, were let's not. be honest. It's a monorail crawl. So you got to stop at the contemporary and the contemporary Absolutely. is not your most favorite one for anyone, nor it should be. So yeah, you don't I mean, want to put your big bang ones at the beginning. You right. want to do the sucky ones first. There's a lot of reasons. A yes. lot of reasons to start the contemporary. I agree. Like it's, it, look, it's in the atrium, which as you all know, I feel like feels like a train station because it is. And so you've got like noisy chef Mickey's down there and it's just not like the environment's okay. It's and the not drinks, ideally located. It really is at just totally sitting out there in the atrium. It's not even enclosed like Steakhouse 71 was. So you do, you get all that noise from Chef Mickey. You get all the noise from the monorail coming through. You get all the noise from the people who are shopping in the shops next door. And you Wait. might love that. I think there are people who love that, right? People who want to be watching. like out there and people watching and whatever. And it is really cool. So if that's your thing, great. Know this. The drinks are very run of the mill as well. And so you might like, you might love the Magic Beacon 50th anniversary cocktail. Great. That's the best drink on the menu. Yeah. I think, our issue, I, I think our issue is that we were trying to pick cocktails that were unique to the environment and i think what we should have done for this stop is just picked a cocktail we know we like that's like our standard like a you know dirty martini or a margarita or something right because because again it's a full bar so you can order anything it doesn't have to be off the menu but we do always like to try specialty cocktails at these places the cocktail menu i think was exactly the same as sanaa it was exactly the same as a lot of the lounges that have no personality. Um, I think our biggest mistake here is that we shouldn't have gone to Outer Rim. Mm -hmm. um, we should have gone to Steakhouse 71's bar. Great. And the what only reason doing? we didn't go to Steakhouse 71's bar is because we already knew we liked it. And we I were mean... three hours earlier. <laughs> we, did. So we were there. So again, we did the research for you. So. We did the research. I mean, that's if you're doing a monorail crawl, do not go to Outer Rim like we did. Go to Steakhouse 71's lounge and bar area. Right. Grab a drink there. Because Outer that Rim. one was fantastic. Right. But there's no view, right? And part of the appeal of doing a monorail crawl is because view, you're on the monorail and there's views of the park at all these places and stuff like that. But I still think for what it's worth, for our opinion, that the drinks are so much better at Steakhouse 71. You can live without the view. Go take a walk if you want to see something. I was going to say, the view to me isn't, you're looking out onto the pool and then I it, get yeah. the lake. It's just not, a, here's the thing. If you want a view, get a drink down at Steakhouse 71 walk upstairs and go to the balcony on the back side of the shops and look at magic kingdom. Right. Agreed. Agreed. The other, the other cool thing is I think the appeal of a monorail pub crawl is that you can do it as your dinner as well. Not just a liquid dinner, but go and get a drink and get something to eat. And um, I don't even know if Outer Rim yeah, had anything no on a menu. No nauseous at Outer Rim, which is also if you want to start at Outer Rim, if you want to visit Outer Rim over Steakhouse 71, start there because there's no nauseous. You're going to need to nosh, you yes. know, like in your in stops two and three is what I mean. Otherwise known as snacking. But yes. <laughs> yes. 
So you go look at the park from the thing, from the fourth floor observation deck or whatever, and then just hop yourself on the monorail and go where? So the next stop we did was the Grand Floridian. Now, this was the part where we had multiple discussions with the thought process being you need to end at the Polynesian for Trader Sam's. And that part should never have been a discussion. It should have just been... This is of where course. we go because you need to end at Trader Sam's. Um, but but yeah. the reason it was a discussion is because logistically, yes. when you're doing the monorail, you take the monorail from the contemporary and the next stop is the Polynesian. Is. And then the last stop is the Grand Floridian. So it didn't make sense logistically, but it does make sense with atmosphere and where you want to end your night and where you want to start your night. So I'll and give you that. And let's be honest, Enchanted Rose is kind of fancy and no one wants to end a monorail crawl. At fancy fancy i don't think it's gonna go over well sloppy fancy exactly <laughs> no i agree i agree so what happened what did we do did we just okay. did it in that order and spent a little extra time on the monorail yes so we spent a little extra time on the monorail getting to the grand floridian then we went up to enchanted rose which is super easy for the monorail because it's on the same level um and we were able to so enchanted rose i think some people don't understand how large it is because it's kind of tucked in that corner so there is a separate room in the center. Then they have the room that is by the bar. Then they have another room to the right. And then we actually sat outside on a balcony area that had about six tables out there. Um, and the balcony was covered. Um, so it was really, really nice. It was good. It was very pretty. The balcony is nice. The view is beautiful. Um, and and you can be a little louder out there, I feel like, than maybe inside the bar, although I've never really worried about that as an adult. But and I think the balcony is great if you stop with your kids and they can, you know, be a little more up and out of their seats and stuff. Yeah. Um, my beef with the balcony is that it feels nothing like the Enchanted Rose. Right. No, like it right. feels like the old Grand Floridian with wicker chairs and floral fabrics. And that's lovely. But I just really love the Enchanted Rose's updated look from what it used to be before it was Enchanted Rose. I love the theming of it. I love everything about the inside. So I think for me personally, I prefer to sit inside, but I definitely see the appeal of the view outside. And it was a beautiful evening when we were there. It was yeah. really, really lovely to sit out there. But if it, if it were the only time I were going to Enchanted Rose, I would have wanted to sit inside. I, I think after sitting in all the room to the left, so it's kind of in the center of the atrium, that room I think is my favorite. I think it has the most detail in terms mm -hmm. of Enchanted Rose and Beauty and the Beast. It has the most fun seating. There's tables, there's high tops, there's couches, there's chairs. Mm -hmm. um, so I think after eating everywhere in all those rooms that that one is by far my favorite, but... My family has pretty much claimed that couch, the right of the bar. Um, it's, <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good, it's a good spot, but all right. So Enchanted Rose, unlike Outer Rim, does have food. Um, so we were able to order- And delicious food. cocktails. Yes. And delicious cocktails. My only beef with them that day is we had a list of cocktails we wanted to try. And they were out of quite a few things due to supply issues. Yeah. yeah. So this is why we weren't able to try the Malska cocktail um, because there were, I think, only three cocktails on the menu yeah. aside from, you know, basic things that any, you know, regular bar could make. But the cool thing about this 
this lounge is that they have such unique and interesting cocktails, which yes. we've already said is what we go for. And they all, they were down to like three. Luckily, one of them was the Lavender Fog, which we love. Which and we've we gotten before. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that one's got like tea, like Earl Grey tea in it. And it's just uh, yummy and different. So yummy. And you can't get it anywhere else that, you know, it's just it's I floral, love but not too sweet. It's really tasty. Yeah, Lori ordered that one, but I drank it. You drink. <laughs> um, it is a really good one. It's different. I'm not a huge fan of gin. It has gin in it, and it's not. But I, I like it. It also has, um, yeah, the tea and the vanilla, the cream. It's just a different drink. It's a very, and very pretty. different drink, and very pretty. Um, and then I, you ended up ordering and I ended up drinking was the Rye Knot. Um, and the Rye Knot is rye whiskey, Grand Marnier, um, cinnamon, pineapple, and lemon. Yeah. I don't know why I ordered this because I like <laughs> rye. First of all, it's the most expensive drink on the menu at $24, I think. Well, at least of what was available. So I yeah. don't even know. And I love rye. I don't, I, I hate pineapple juice. Yep. Yeah, it's so weird. Very. And, I and think this, we were just blown by the uh, by our first experience at Outer Rim that we were just like, I don't even know what to do. Well, and also <laughs> the fact that like we had decided we wanted the uh, we did in me and we the went Amore there and we, yeah. our two top choices they didn't have. They it was didn't like have our French rose. top four choices. Like we were like, yeah. okay, this one or this one, and then you come back and be like, okay, well, this one or this one. No, we're still out of those. I'm like, I don't. What do it's, you have? It's right. true because when we do these things, we do very often plan ahead, like because we often podcast about our experiences, we do. We do a lot of planning ahead about what we want to order and what we want to showcase. And uh, they threw us for a loop because they had none of the options, but but they did have food and their food is amazing as their well. Their food was really good. So we ended up ordering the cheese plate, which was awesome. And then we did the house-made flatbread, which really surprised so me. Good. Super low expectations on that one. Super we did a veggie low. one, right? It was a veggie one. So it has charred broccoli. It wasn't veggie. It had sausage in it. It did. Well, yeah, but, it, but veggies too. Like yeah. uh, broccoli rob, I think, or broccolini. Broccolini. It was tomatoes. charred broccolini, seasonal mushrooms, fennel sausage, and then tomato confit. So it a lot of veggies, but it still had the sausage in there, which was awesome. It was... I had super low expectations and yeah. it was young. I think we finished the flatbread, but we had some cheese board left over <laughs> because yeah, the, the flatbread was so was good. Big. Um, it is. We yeah, had it was some left over because it was big, not yeah. because we didn't enjoy it. Yeah. It 100%. So was, the other thing on the menu that did look good, but I've heard some people say no, is the smoked brisket sliders. Um, I know that the macaroni, the crab macaroni and cheese people. We've had that before. Yeah. Didn't we have I, that? I think I, maybe we did. I think we had that on one of our previous trips. And I think I've had the cheese board every time I've yeah. been there. It's very, it's, very good. It's a good one. Cause honestly, like uh, I've had bad, bad charcuterie things at Disney. Like some are better than others. This is a good one. It's a really some good one. Are just, you know, the price tag they put on just are not worth what, you know, you're paying, but this one definitely is. It was it's cool. a great. I mean, this is one of our favorite lounges, so I can't say that enough. This was this was a great stop. But yeah, even with the the missing foods, hopefully that will all or the missing beverages, hopefully that will all go away. Yes. I'm sure. I'm sure. So 
After so final stop. Yep. Our final stop was going to be the Polynesian. Um, if you don't know, because we took the monorail from the Contemporary over to Grand Floridian, um, you actually pass the Polynesian. But then you're able to walk to the Polynesian from the Grand Floridian. And actually, I really, really like that walk. It's and a really it, nice walk. It's a and really nice walk. After two stops, a little fresh air is nice. Because yeah. otherwise, you have to go all the way around. And that's just ridiculous. Which isn't the end so, of the world either. But No, if you don't want to walk, you can do it. But we are able-bodied. We enjoyed the fresh air. You get to walk past that stretch of the poly where you can get just a beautiful view of of the lagoon of what is it? Well, Bay you're walking, Lake. you're walking past the beaches too. You're walking past you're walking the beach past from the, the grand, and the castle, and the and poly. everything. Yes, it's very and nice. We timed it too with the fireworks, so we yeah. saw the fireworks oh, right. as we were walking. That's right. And then you walk past the marina. It's just a really yeah. beautiful walk. I, I really, it never seems long to me. No, it never seems like a long walk to me. How no, long is it? Was it was really pretty. It was probably. Well, we stopped a little bit to watch some fireworks. A I mean, I would say maybe eight to 10 minutes because you are yeah. still walking by the wedding pavilion and everything. Right. But it is, a, it is a really pretty walk. Um, mm -hmm. So recommend that. So obviously the first thing we did is put our phone number into Trader Sam's. So for people that don't know, Trader Sam's does not take reservations. You have to walk in, give them your cell phone number. They'll tell you how long the wait time is. So we did that, um, but a great option while you're waiting is to head upstairs to Tambu Lounge. So and then we got to talking. And we had <laughs> to plan. So, so, but first, like, our wait time for Trader Sam's wasn't going to be that long. Like, apparently a whole wave of people had just left, and then there was a whole wave of people on the wait list that was moving yeah. in, and then we would have been the next round. So I think, like... Not, not we did eventually get called, but the conversation was thus. We had watched the fireworks from the beach at the Polynesian, and then we put our name in. We walked up to Tambu, and before we ordered, we kind of, I don't even know who the, whose idea it was. It was Lori's. But we were like, Mine. you know, Magic Kingdom is open late tonight. Let's go to Magic Kingdom and ride Space Mountain. And and we all thought that was genius. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But first, we had to order the back scratcher at Tambu Lounge. Well, we had to complete the pub crawl. So yeah. we had normally to we recommend, right, normally we recommend a pub crawl to certainly, as we made very clear at the beginning, is to end at um, Trader Sam's because we love it there. And it yeah. is a great place to end a night, for sure. But Lori had a genius idea of doing Space Mountain, and it got even crazier after that in the best way. So we had to, we but we had to round out the pub crawl with at least a lounge crawl, I should say, something from somewhere at Polly. So we went to Tambu and got the back scratcher because that's what you do. Yes. And, and it sucked that puppy down. Because we were in a rush. It is a rum-based drink, and I do feel that at times it should be handled more as a shot. And that's because, essentially yeah. how we handled it. Pretty much what we did. <laughs> well, because again, we talk a lot about these lounges and atmosphere versus drinks. And I will tell you that with in term for Trader Sam's, not a fan of the drinks, love the atmosphere. Yeah. Tamu Lounge, same drinks. No atmosphere. So the, the plus side, though, for Tambu Lounge is if you are looking for a nosh and a drink, their noshes are directly from Ohana. So you can get the pot stickers or you can get the noodles or you can get that dessert. 
Which so was that's our a plan. plus for that. That was our I plan. We were going to get the wings yeah. and then go to and then go to Trader Sam's. But then but the, the new plan, plan went hatched. awry. <laughs> we're nothing if not flexible. Everyone should be flexy at Disney because listen to what happened next. It turned from it a monorail me. crawl to I'm just going to spill the beans. It turned into three lounges, three mountains. Yes, it did. It, it was, was magic, magic, you guys. It, it was, was magical. Magic. It was, it was based, so park was staying open until 11 o'clock, which is late. The fireworks already happened because we saw those as we were walking over the Polynesian. And we got into Magic Kingdom about an hour before it closed and ran to Space Mountain, made a quick stop before Space Mountain. Then we get into Space Mountain and then we were able to book it over to Frontierland. We um, ran. And it was it was lovely, you know, Big Thunder Mountain. And then we're like, all right, let's do Splash. And ended the night with Splash. It was about 10.59 p.m. And we're like, I don't think they're going to let us on to Splash. And we get there and the cast member is standing there. And we're like, can we go on? She's like, of course you can go on. Go ahead. Yes. It, it was amazing. fantastic. For we had such reference, a good time. When you guys go into a park and there's closing time, they will let you on the rides until the last second of closing time to the point where I've actually heard them count five, four, three, two, one. And whoever gets in, gets in. And they will, if you're running, they don't care. They will <laughs> close that rope at precisely get 11 p.m. But yes. they'll let you get on until 11 p.m. And we yes. did. So, I mean, I think... Trader Sam's and I think while we were online for Space Mountain our number for Trader Sam's yes, was called and that would have been it. a great night too no but this was we epic. even talked about riding Space Mountain and running back to Trader Sam's and then yeah. we we're like no let's do the other mountains we yeah. have time <laughs> it was so fun and it wasn't crazy and we weren't we we were we had we just it was really fun. it was great Yes, and we should fun. mention Space Mountain was maybe 15, 20 minute wait. Um, if that, that was our longest wait, that was the longest yeah. wait. Big Thunder, we walked directly on, and then Splash Mountain, we walked directly on. It was mm -hmm. crazy. It was right, right. perfect timing. The stars were aligned. I think the universe wanted us to do our monorail crawl this way. Yes. So we did it. So if you did it again, what would you change? Let's just well, recap. Clearly, we would all change Steakhouse 71. Yeah. We would we do would that at the Contemporary that. for our stop there. Yes. I think that's it. All the rest of it, I I probably, we probably should have ordered maybe one more food item. But the reason we didn't order very much food is because we were at Steakhouse 71 before that, and we ate quite a bit of food there. For um, lunch. For lunch. But yes, it was, it, it was awesome. Yeah, I think I would plan to not do it on a day when I already ate at Steakhouse 71. Yes. <laughs> I think I might start earlier, as crazy as that sounds, because I would like to do a, I, I would prefer to get a little bit of Trader Sam's in before yeah. making the way. To that would have been nice. Them. Yeah, I But agree. we had a full day by that point, and, yes. and it was. Um, it was good. And I think that's what I would do. Highly recommend it. Yeah. So I guess that leads me to the Mouska tip, which is if you are looking to end your night at Trader Sam's, do just that. We highly recommend it. Um, save that stop for the end. 
Or if you want to try to conquer three and three mountains as well, you can either. <laughs> I guess it depends how much you're drinking on this well, monorail and crawl. That's the thing is we did not drink very much on this monorail crawl. We shared one drink at, at two places, you know. So, but yeah, so I would, my recommendation, like I said, is just start a little earlier, do it, maybe hit Trader Sands instead of Tambu so that you can just enjoy that atmosphere a little bit and then head over to Magic Kingdom for some mountains. The perfect end to what, the evening. What time did we get there to Magic Kingdom? We, we did. We, I, I think it was right at 10 o'clock. So in the, the last, last hour, really no wait. For yeah. Right. Nothing. It was great. I think a lot of people clear out after the fireworks and we didn't co go in until well after that. So. Right, right. It, right. To be clear, the fireworks were at regular time and it wasn't it wasn't extended hours for deluxe guests, was it? It was just no. the park was open late. It was the park yeah. was open. Yep. The fireworks were around nine because that was right around where when we left Enchanted Rose and we were walking on the path and we stopped to watch the fireworks for a while. And that's great. when we kind of said, I want to go to the Magic Kingdom. Well, why don't we? Oh, lucky. Yep. It really it really was super, super, super lucky. Super. But that's just it, though, on these nights when so that gives you an idea of how crowded it was, too. There was only there were no waits within an hour left of the park, but it was crowded enough that hours were extended until 11 o'clock. So. And I think that's just what they start to do around this time of the year anyway, because it stays darker so much later. And yeah. I, I don't know, whatever the reason, it was a great way to to end it. To end it. Well done, ladies. Let's do it again. Let's do it go. again. I think our next pub crawl should be a Skyliner bar crawl. Yes. Let's do it. All over that. Let's do it. Jen, or Juliana's thinking. It'll work. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm planning it in my head right now. Right? We've got Bar Riva. Yeah, which is great. Coronado. Or you could even go sit up no. in the bar in Topolino's. Yeah, um, you can do either one bar there. You have... Caribbean Beach. What's what's the one that's there? The one they by have Sebastian. Bar right by Sebastian. The bar by the pool. Yeah, I forget the name of it, yeah. but yes, but that's very rum heavy. Just FYI, because you know Caribbean. But. And then you have Art of Animation has their bar right by the big blue pool. Yeah, yeah. And then Pop. Does Pop have no. one? Pop must have one. no. Yeah, this is less sounding less and less like a good idea because there's really only but one. Then you, on the end, then you get to then you get to end it up, cut. Okay, now you're now I understand. Now you're sold. Yes. <laughs> I think we're doing it. Well, Mouska friends, there you have it. The perfect monorail crawl as edited by us for what we would do differently next time. Join us next week for a really fun one. We'll be discussing the perfect places to picnic in the theme park. Say that one five times fast. We would love to hear from you, and we welcome you to join our community conversations on Facebook at Mouska Moms Podcast to dive deeper into this and all things Disney and Disney planning. Be sure to follow our show so that you receive notifications when new content is released and you never miss an episode. And please consider writing us a review as well. It really helps and we always appreciate it. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Here I see. see you real soon.
because we like you. 